In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome this morning to our celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, George Taylor, who would have been 70 today, and the Mass especially requested by family in Australia. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, here in Scotland, uh, family uh, and uh, different places also uh, grieve uh, George's loss very much indeed, and uh, we remember him especially in our prayers today. I ask you also to remember your prayers, uh, Betty and Tommy McNamara, uh, request uh, for prayers today and uh, we especially remember them in our prayers and we especially remember with great fondness uh, Betty. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and in what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who showed the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honour. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. In the reign of Ahaz, son of Jotham, son of Uzziah, king of Judah, Aradson, the king of Afam, went up against Jerusalem with Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, to lay siege to it, but he was unable to capture it. The news was brought to the house of David. Aram, they said, has reached Ephraim. Then the heart of the king and the hearts of the people shuddered as the trees of the forest shudder in front of the wind. The Lord said to Isaiah, Go with your son Shear Jashub and meet Ahaz at the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the Fuller's Field Road and say to him, Pay attention, keep calm, have no fear, do not let your heart sink. Because of these two smouldering stumps of firebrands, or because Aram, Ephraim, and the son of Remaliah have plotted to ruin you, and have said, Let us invade Judah, and terrorise it, and seize it for ourselves, and set up a king there, the son of Tabiel. The Lord says this, It shall not come true, it shall not be the capital of Aram it shall not be, for the capital of Aram is Damascus, the head of Damascus Radson, the capital of Ephraim Samaria, the head of Samaria the son of Remaliah. 
six or five years more, and shattered Ephraim shall no longer be a people. But if you do not stand by me, you will not stand at all. The Word of the Lord. God upholds his city forever. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God in the midst of its citadels has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together, together they advanced. They saw, at once they were astounded, dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth, or as the east wind destroys the ships of Tarshish. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to reproach the towns in which most of his miracles had been worked because they refused to repent. Alas for you, Karadzin! Alas for you, Bethsaida! For if the miracles done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. And still I tell you that it will not go as hard on Judgment Day with Tyre and Sidon as with you. As for you, Capernaum, did you want to be exalted as high as heaven? You shall be thrown down to hell. For if the miracles done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have been standing yet. And still, I tell you, it will not go as hard with the land of Sodom on Judgment Day as with you. The Gospel of the Lord can't help thinking that we're in uh, kind of geopolitical uh, reality that we don't really understand. Uh, something about uh, invasion of lands and and kind of uh, how kings themselves are going to survive and how countries are going to survive coming from that reading from the prophet Isaiah. Uh, simply what seems to be happening is that uh, there has been an invasion and and you can imagine that there's uh, not an uncommon kind of thing in, in those particular times. There was always, always kind of constant conflicts about borders and uh, invasions of land in order to steal from different peoples and to make them kind of your vassal state. Uh, and that seems to have been the continuous reality uh, for the kingdoms of Israel and Judah uh, uh, trying to survive uh, uh, kind of squeezed in amongst these great kind of powers and we get some of that kind of tension in the reading itself but up pops uh, the prophet Isaiah uh, with a, a message uh, for the king who's obviously trembling in his boots uh, at the prospects of what uh, the prospect of what's to come and simply it's a kind of a message of hope 
uh, this great kingdom that surrounds uh, uh, them is, is ultimately itself going to be destroyed in a, sh a short space of time. Uh, and all that God asks is that, that uh, the people themselves remain firm and loyal and faithful to him. It's difficult, isn't it, to understand uh, what this kind of passage means. And if we've learned anything uh, down through the centuries, it's it's to be very wary of, of anybody that thinks that God is on their side. Uh, uh, and it's very easy to be kind of tempted into uh, that kind of mindset, that God somehow is marching with your, an with your armies, that God uh, somehow is on your side. If we've learned anything over the time of, to be very, very wary of that kind of idea or entering into our own heads. But whatever in the Old Testament, there, there does seem to be that sense in which uh, uh, God uh, favours uh, Israel itself. Uh, God uh, is with Israel in its uh, struggles and in its uh, difficulties. Uh, and it's just that sense of, of God's faithfulness uh, to the people very often comes out in, in the readings themselves. I don't know whether he really marches with their, their armies or, or whether he, he helps their foreign policies or whatever it is uh, that sometimes comes from the Old Testament. Uh, but it's just that sense of God's faithfulness to the people and what God expects uh, of the people to be faithful to him as well. I think I've mentioned to you before that uh, St Matthew's Gospel is a, a is a gospel that's written uh, to a Jewish community and, and so everything is kind of filtered through kind of things that they would have understood. Uh, very often Jesus himself is, is presented as a figure like Moses and, and some of the references that uh, to the miracles and so on uh, echo uh, things that have happened in the, the Old Testament. Um, and it seems to me uh, that listening to the, the, the reading uh, from today's Mass, uh, uh, it's almost kind of unrecognisable to be uh, Jesus' voice in this passage, uh, uh, as he kind of condemns uh, Karadzin and Bethsaida and, and all of those uh, towns. Um, it, it seems as if it's, it's Matthew spell itself uh, making Jesus speaking in kind of terms in which uh, uh, the people themselves would have understood. These towns uh, that I mentioned, uh, uh, Karadzin and Bethsaida, are, are towns in, in Galilee. Uh, and I think uh, one of the things to remember about Galilee was that it was a very diverse kind of place. Uh, uh, it wasn't only a kind of place in which Jews themselves had settled, but, but also other people from, from other places as well. Uh, and because it was kind of mixed, it was also religiously diverse as well, uh, and some of the archaeological evidence that we have of that, those towns uh, that are around about there, uh, was that they had temples and, and kind of places of worship. And one of the things, especially in the, the Old Testament, that, that, that we find kind of the prophets railing against is that, that kind of way in which, you know, uh, the Jewish uh, faith uh, very often is, is kind of merged with all those different kind of religions and so on. Uh, so maybe what Matthew himself is, is speaking of in the passage is, is a kind of uh, a condemnation of, 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 the, of the people themselves that, that very often uh, kind of bring uh, things together uh, in ways that uh, clearly 
Matthew's community would have been very uncomfortable with. Um, and and uh, these places themselves, uh, as, as the Gospel mentioned, are, are the places in which some of the greatest miracles have, have been done. Uh, the feeding of the five thousand uh, near Bethsaida, the curing of the of the uh, Peter's uh, mother-in-law, the curing of somebody that is uh, born blind, uh, all the great miracles uh, 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 take place very often in these kind of villages and towns, and so Jesus himself says in the passage, you know, like all these great miracles that happened, and and yet you haven't converted or changed your ways. Um, I suppose. Uh, 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 Matthew himself kind of then uh, presents Jesus in, in this kind of uh, Old Testament fashion to like those great prophets of the Old Testament to condemn people for, for their limitations and their shortcomings and for not keeping the, the word of God itself. Um, it makes you kind of think, doesn't it, you know, that uh, in daily life, well, what, what, is, what is the what does the faith itself matter to us? Uh, is there that change in our hearts uh, uh, that the gospel very often proposes to us? Uh, uh, that we just live our lives as we would normally do? You know, is what uh, Matthew's community and sometimes the, the, the communities of the Old Testament uh, 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 sometimes kind of rail against people that they, you know, the faith itself doesn't really matter uh, much to them. They can't wait till the festivals are over, till the Sabbath is over, uh, till they begin their kind of shady practices again. Uh, what does it really matter? You know, is there, is there that kind of repentance or change? And even in the New Testament, of course, with these great miracles, which are, uh, you know, are meant to change people's hearts, uh, uh, somehow our Lord himself finds that doesn't happen. So we kind of examine our own lives to, 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 to see if there's a change of heart in each of us, that sense of repentance uh, that the Gospel very often speaks of, uh, or do we just kind of amble on with life, you know, we eat and drink and, and walk and talk in the kind of the same fashion, is there, is there anything that, 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 that makes us stand out, is, there, is that, that kind of change in our own hearts uh, that's, that's supposed to be so important? You don't want to kind of enter into a kind of religious zealotry or like some some kind of uh, false kind of person in your own life, but but we know that there's something of the change of heart that's very important. That's the very heart of the, the gospel itself. That somehow these words and and the presence of Christ in our life uh, is meant to change us. So um, um, it doesn't have to be a, a test. Uh, Nobody's going to ask you if, if you've actually done those things. or uh, But I think it's something in your own heart that you have to look into, that uh, uh, whether that repentance and that kind of change in your own life is ongoing. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine, the work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. 
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look upon the offerings of your church, O Lord, as she makes her prayer to you, and grant that when consumed by those who believe, they may bring ever greater holiness through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praises add nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days. That by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Having consumed these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that by our participation in this mystery, its saving effects upon us may grow. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we remember uh, especially to pray, uh, or to ask Mary to look after us, and uh, we pray for all our needs. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us in us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.